Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Let's Go with Julio podcast. I'm a tech marketer turned leadership coach on a mission to educate, inspire, and empower you to unlock your best, most authentic self as a leader. If you're ready to confront the hard things getting in the way of your success in a way that's real and honest and loving, then you're in the right place because you can and you will. Let's go. I must say I'm really grateful for all the feedback I've been getting from the community. This thing is early. We're just building it. It's just starting to grow and it is so precious and special to me. And I just want to say I'm really grateful that you're here and that you've been sharing feedback and reflecting your own stories back to me and find your own insights that you can leverage so that you can live a better life. That's really why we're here. That's really the intention for what we're doing. Which leads into this episode, one day or day one. If you have something in your mind that you have been wanting to do, are you going to do it one day or are you going to make today day one? I love this concept. I think about this concept a lot. And I think about it a lot because so many of us are in a holding pattern right now. We find ourselves one day wanting to do something. You know, one day I'll start my business or one day I'll write that book or one day I'll start that podcast or one day I'll sell my artwork or one day I will whatever. You have a mustard seed of an idea and you're either going to punt it for one day or make it day one. A lot of us are in a place where we're waiting for the right moment, but I'm here to tell you that the moments are waiting for you. When you have an idea that is clenching at your heart that wants you to move in another direction from where you are right now, I think it's your responsibility to pay attention to that. You know, you're here on this earth 80 years, give or take. You don't have that much time. What are you waiting for? Now's the time to do it. I think a lot of us, particularly millennials and older, but we live in this world where we have these ideas of what we need to be, a 40-hour work week, you work this many years and then you retire and this is the order of operations of your life. But that's an old way of thinking. As the world is moving faster than our capacity to manage, we have a tendency to want to cling to things and hold on to things and just stay the course and don't rock the boat. But I got to tell you, the boat is rocking and I don't think that it's getting any smoother with the rate of change that's happening in this world, I think we all have a responsibility to lean into our passion. That is the reason why we're here, to step into our most authentic, our most powerful self. And the way that you do that is that you honor the inner calling, that you find a way to live from the inside out. If you're like me, you have spent many moments in your life procrastinating instead of taking action. I do wonder if the procrastination energy that we share is a part of this reckoning between what it is that I really want to do and what it is that I think I'm supposed to do or society tells me to do. And it's this toggle back and forth between letting go of who you think you need to be and embracing who you really are. This podcast has been a long time in the making. As I've made this pivot into coaching, I'm spending days with high achieving leaders such as yourself trying to do the best that you can with the resources that you have in the time that you have in the situation that you're in 
And what I'm seeing as I coach leaders powerfully is we're unlocking insights and I'm starting to see patterns emerge. And then the marketer in me can't help but think, okay, how do I take that stuff and how do I translate it? How do I create a vessel by which to communicate these insights to other people who either can't afford coaching or don't have the time for coaching or need just a little bit of coach in their own life on their way to work or between lunch or you know, on their walk or wherever you're listening to this podcast. How can I take the nuggets and the insights from my sessions and package them in such a way that you might be able to benefit from them and live a better life? And so I, I, I felt super called to start a podcast. I saw it for myself, but I never believed it for myself. I never thought that I could actually do that and my voice was even worthy and people would want to listen. And I kept saying one day, one day, one day, and then finally I made one day, day one. It's funny how life works, right? The minute you make a decision, there is some energy released and the universe will conspire to help that happen. So I decided, all right, let me buy a microphone. Let me open up GarageBand. Let me just start talking into the microphone and playing it out, seeing how it goes. And then I meditated one day and I decided to message Ricky, who's a very dear friend of mine from college. And of course, a podcast is something that's on her roadmap. She's interested in doing a podcast. So one thing led to another. And here I was with this mustard seed of an idea, but I didn't have all the technical aspects of it. She comes into my life. She offers to help. We're collaborating and working together, which is such a beautiful thing, by the way, because when you're a solopreneur on your own journey, you need to be in connection and community with other people. You can't do this stuff alone. Nobody can do it alone. We need community. And that's, what, that's a trade-off that I made leaving corporate, you know, going into an office, being surrounded by people all the time versus being a, alone in your apartment. You have to make conscious efforts to get out there and be in, in meaningful connection with people. So Ricky came along to help me with the podcast, to be in connection with me, to collaborate, to help me unleash my creativity and tell stories and tell them in such a way that they may help other people. And she's known me since I'm 17, 18 years old. So who better to come into my life to help me architect the story and the community? And it was because I made a decision to move in this direction. And then I started to just pay attention to my life because your life is always speaking to you with the words, through the scenarios, in the instances that you understand. The world will drown out what is true for you. And that makes it easier for you to push into one day. It's like, ah, I have so many other things to do right now. One day I'll do that. Not right now. When I notice clients who have these one day ideas, one day I'll do this, one day I'll do that. That is your inner calling. That is the whisper. That is the spiritual GPS inside of you. That is your inner wisdom and inner knowing trying to nudge you and send you a message. And your job is to listen to it, to pay attention to it, and to activate it and initiate it when it's ready, when you are ready. But you're never going to be fully ready. There's never going to come a point where you finally say, I've checked all the boxes, now I'm ready to start a podcast. Or... I have figured out the perfect strategy. Now I'm ready to write a book or I have figured out what my business model is. Now I'm ready to engage in my business full time. You're never going to have 100% certainty. You should, yes, gather all the information that you can and do all the legwork you can. And then once you've done that to surrender, but there are no guarantees. You do have to go into this not being certain about everything. 
that's part of the ambiguity of it. That's part of the joy of it. That's part of the brilliance of it is that you don't know how this is going to turn out. And like for me in this podcast, it's been pulling teeth just trying to get me on this microphone to bulk record stuff and to get on here and just get really comfortable and double down on it. And I realize there's a lot of fear around it. There's a lot of uncertainty. It's very vulnerable to put your story out there. It's out there in perpetuity. I can feel the internal energy of like, what are people going to think? What are people going to say? Maybe you should just stay small. Maybe just stay quiet. Why do you have to do this podcast thing? Why don't you just do in-person workshops or speaking engagements? It takes courage because a lot of it is uncertain. But the truth is, is my heart is calling me to use my voice. You know, when I do my morning prayer and meditation, I am being asked to use my voice in service of the world right now. In a world where so many people are feeling stuck or so many people are in a holding pattern, so many people are struggling with uncertainty or even to make ends meet, I would invite you to consider what's possible if you fully trusted yourself. Consider what's possible if you fully believed in your capacity to step into what drives you. And what I know to be true from this experience, having left corporate after so many years, is that the, the passion and the energy and the fulfillment that you get out of doing what it is that you want to do will fuel the journey, will allow you to propel yourself into what's next. It's going to take work. It's going to take courage. It's not going to be easy. But there's a lot of learning in that. There's a lot of growth that happens in that. I feel stronger just having shared my story, just having started this new mechanism by which I can connect with you in a richer way, in a different way. That's another thing. It's not going to be perfect. Here I was thinking everything should be absolutely perfect. And how am I going to compare to the Diary of CEO or Jay Shetty or all these other podcasts? The market's saturated. It's too late. You know, I'm, I've missed the boat. I shouldn't even bother. How many of you have dealt with that, with whatever it is that you're dealing with? Oh, the market's saturated. I don't want to start a business or there are too many books. I don't want to write a book or I've been meaning to leave this job, but the money's good and I don't want to be bothered interviewing and there's too, it's too much risk leaving, even though I have financial security, so I'm not going to bother. There's a lot of us who are stuck in that. The question you might ask yourself is what is one small step that I can take in that direction? It's really about 1% changes a day. I think I try to actively consciously invoke that principle that it's about getting 1% better each day. And you might take three steps forward and one step back. That's part of the journey here. I do want to quickly get into overcoming fear and uncertainty because I think those are two elements that hold people back and keep people in the one day energy as opposed to making day one. I think a big unlock for me has been realizing that the fear is not actually going to go away. I mean, every time I get on a stage, every time I get on this microphone, sometimes, but not always, particularly new clients before I get on a call, there's a little bit of nerves. There's a little bit of fear that comes up. And I'm on the journey where I'm learning to cultivate a relationship with that fear. First of all, the fear is just trying to signal that something is important to me, that this means a lot, that the stakes are high, that this is something I really care about. And so for that, I... I lean into the love and I love the fear. Oh, when I experience it, oh, there you are. I appreciate you. You're engaging my fear energy because 
you want to protect me. You want to keep me safe. I understand that. Thank you. But you're not serving me right now. And I'm not going to stay small because of you. You know, so when you're, when you're in a situation as you are trying to move from one day to day one, what is your relationship to fear? Can you love the fear? Can you invite the fear? Can you show compassion and kindness towards the fear? Can you recognize that the fear is there to offer a signal, but your higher being, your higher coach, your higher self understands what to do with that fear and say, oh, got you. I see what you're trying to do. I recognize you're only trying to help, but right now that's not serving me. So how can I use the energy of that and channel that into excitement, channel that into productive energy that keeps you moving forward? I think in terms of practical tools for taking initiative, I think about this in terms of five pieces. I do this with almost all of my clients. There's the vision. You have to have a vision of where you want to go. You have to have some sort of vision of what that thing is that you want to do. And you could just write that down, you know, time box it, set, set yourself a 30 minute timer and start to write. What is the vision that you have? What is this project? What is this business? What is this job? What is this book? What is this extracurricular activity? What is this side project in the house? Whatever it is that you want to do, what is this vision that you have for yourself that really lights you up and excites you? Give yourself the time and space to explore it. You need to be able to see it and realize it, get it from your head into paper And then once you have done that, you build the strategy around it. And I recognize that for those of you, especially in corporate, it can get very complicated, but it doesn't have to be. A strategy can be very simple. How are you going to approach and realize the vision? What are the pillars of this strategy? What are the tactics, the specific things that you want to do? What are the pieces that have to come together in order for me to get closer to that vision? And start to just spend a little bit of time massaging that. And you take a step. You take one small step a day, maybe one small step a week, whatever it is in the context of your life and whatever else you have going on. You take one small step from the strategy towards the vision, and if you do that consistently over time. Now, there's vision, there's strategy, but then there's also mindset. What are the limiting beliefs and behaviors that are holding you back? Your mindset can mess with you. If you have limiting beliefs, if you have that voice in your head that's constantly critiquing you and not providing you love and compassion, that can diminish the power that you bring to the strategy. So there's the vision, there's the strategy, there's focusing on your mindset and making sure that you're in a growth mindset, that you're moving in the direction of love and not fear, that you are paying attention to the limiting beliefs and the stories that you're telling yourself The fourth is skill set. What are the actual technical gaps that you have in the experience to get from where you want to go? In my case, I had a skill set gap in terms of the complexities of how to do a podcast. And Ricky came into my life and she's helping me with that. And I've decided to offload that responsibility to her as part of the team. In some cases, you do not have the luxury to do that. So you have to learn, in which case something like ChatGBT AI could be a wonderful tool for you to use some queries and get deep on learning what are the elements of building the book? What are the elements of building the podcast? What are the elements of building this garden in my backyard? What are the elements of figuring out how do I make a transition from this career to that career? Do some diligence on that or throw some capital at it. Hire a coach, be a part of a mastermind, do some professional development. It's interesting. We get into this point where 
all of us are working so hard in high school to build our resumes, to get into a college. We get into college and then we go into the workforce. And for some reason we think after college, that's it. There's no more professional development. But the truth is, is that, you know, life is one big classroom. You're constantly evolving and growing. And now more than ever, every leader needs to cultivate a practice of learning how to continue growing. And the last is energy, energy management. What are those activities that fill you up with energy? And what are those activities that drain and take away your energy? What I do with my clients is we make a list of those things, energy draining, energy enhancing. And one by one, little by little over time, we start to remove the items that are energy draining so that you can make space for more things that are energy enhancing. So you've got your vision, you've got your strategy, you're working on that mindset, you're building the skill set, and you're managing your energy. If you can do all of those five things, little by little, consistent over time, nobody can touch you, and you are bound for greatness. Throughout all of this, there's an element of staying inspired, staying hopeful, being in connection and community with people, sharing your story, putting yourself out there, articulating when you overcome something and sharing it. That's how you continue to find hope in the journey. That's how you continue to be of service to others by sharing your experiences and your examples to help lift those who, who want to head towards where you are, particularly because of social and the world that we live in, in which we want everything to be fast, free, and easy. That's a fallacy because things typically aren't fast, things typically aren't free, and things are almost certainly rarely easy. It's a reminder here that you don't get a lot of time on this earth. And if you are in a position where you do have the resources and you do have the horsepower to lean into what it is that you really want to do and what you're passionate about, for me, it was coaching. For me, it was becoming an entrepreneur. For me, it was becoming a creator and starting a podcast and playing and tinkering and experimenting. I've been doing this my whole life. It feels so freeing to not be within the corporate confines and constructs, but to be my own boss and to allow myself to use my time as I would like and to engage with the work that makes sense for me and to really lean into that, it actually produces more output. And it's, it's such a powerful, beautiful experience. What is that idea that's been lingering on your mind, in your heart, that's been a thought you've been thinking about and you've been pushing and pushing and pushing to one day do. This could be anything for you. I mean, it could be selling jewelry on Etsy. It could be volunteering at a soup kitchen. Whatever it is that you have been thinking about doing one day, the question is, is when will you make it day one? When will you start to move in the direction of what you're passionate about, of what is really true for you, of what your heart is calling you to do. Because when you can do that, when everyone can do that, that's when we start to change the world. Because so many people right now are living within the confines of a situation that they don't really like, they're not happy with. We as a human society and civilization need to inject more happiness, more hope, more love into this world. And the way we do that is by aligning ourselves, who we are as a person, with what we have come here to do, with what our soul's calling is, with what that 
inner voice and that inner wisdom is trying to tell us to do. And if we can have more people who are lined up with that and are expressing it every day, then we will live in a kinder, more peaceful, more compassionate world where we are in connection with ourselves and therefore we can be in connection with others. So I see you guys. I love you guys. I'm glad you're here. I hope that you turn your one day item into day one after listening to this. Share this with somebody who needs a little bit of motivation to take that day one step. I know you got this. Let me know what you decide to do. Let's go, baby. 